This podcast replay is brought to you by Orvieto's Awards and more. For 35 years, providing everything from plaques to laser and UV printing. They do all their engraving and printing in-house for quality control. Call Charles at 305-949-8098 or visit them at orvietosawards.com. Orvieto's Awards and more, where recognition is rewarding. There we go. We're back. Thank you for hanging in there. Appreciate you all, as always. Just, um, kind of felt a little weird there, so I kind of took a, a two-minute break there. Uh, if not, I would have just kept going, but I don't know what it was. It's was kind of uh, odd. I don't know. <laughs> kind of weird. Maybe my body wasn't used to eating in the morning <laughs> last couple of weeks. Uh, anyway, um, you know, it's it's kind of funny how we have – and I get it. Sensationalism sells. Um, it doesn't sell to be positive. It doesn't sell to look at things, you know, and, and this is coming from a guy that pretty much I never looked at once that stuff is positive or Cam Cameron or Joe Philbin or Adam Gase or Brian Flores. I might've had some moments, but I quickly, it quickly went awry for me for all those coaches. Right. Some of them like Joe Philbin and Dave once said I really didn't believe in them. Although Dave, I will say I, I really pulled for Dave because he's a good dude, a really good dude. I told him once for, I told him right to his face once I said, coach, I actually pull for you because you're a good dude, man. I want you to win, but I'm sorry. The results aren't there, you know? So anyway, um, and I, I really think, Everything is the opposite of what a lot of people, but again, negativity sells and it's what you people eat up on average. You people love negativity. You feed off of it. You want to watch people or listen to people that you hate or whatever. It's just a, it's like a weird dynamic in society. And I, you know, people thought and still think some that, oh my God, it's salary cap hell for the Dolphins. And no, it's not. Right. And now I think people are seeing that there really isn't salary cap hell, right? Overall, it's going to get done. And you got like, again, let's create the negativity of giving to a contract instead of maybe looking at it like, well, wait a minute, wasn't he in the MVP conversation the last two years, you know, and other quarterbacks have accomplished less and they're getting big money too. So what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? And so you've got all that negativity, right? And then comes out, as I told you, I think you got a great front office. I think they'll find the talent. They'll have to, they have to find whether they got a trade, where they got a draft, undrafted, free agents, whatever it is. As they've done the last couple of years, they'll put a team together that a coach can definitely win with, like they did last year. So I don't think the cap's a problem this year. I don't think the Tua contract's a problem this year. I don't think the front office is a problem this year. And then, as I told you, it's all there for you. And then the other stuff on the periphery is there. You got the number one spot from the NFLPA in facility and how you treat the players and the families and all that. Number one. That's awesome, right? And I talked about this a couple of days ago. I said it's awesome. But it's just a log in the fire because the fire only means something if you start winning. 
because that's really because look at Kansas City. They're the worst and they've won three titles in the last five years because in the end, it's about Mahomes. It's about the players. It's about the coaches. You know, the facilities may suck. As I told you yesterday, for those of you that weren't listening, I'm going to put you in the Orange Bowl in the 80s to watch Marino and company. And then I'm going to put you at Hard Rock Stadium, the better facility, much more comfortable. But you get to watch the Dolphins two, three years ago. Which one do you want? Do you want to sit in the better facility and watch the shitty team? Or do you want to go sit in the 80s in the shitty facility and watch the great team? See what I'm saying? Facilities overrated. All that other stuff. It's nice to have, but you kind of need it with winning. Well, guess what happened also now for the Miami Dolphins? So you've got, I believe, no cap issues. You're more than manageable. I believe you'll get the contract done. I believe you got the front office to get it done. Right? Now you've been graded in the offseason as the number one franchise on how you treat your players and, and families and all that good stuff, right? Well, now they also, the NFLPA, graded the coaches. And Rams head coach Sean McVay was the league's best coach. He had the best winning percentage among active coaches and has been in the forefront of offensive play design since coming into the league. Now he can add high remarks from NFL players to his trophy shelf, which includes the Lombardi. The NFL players report card gave McVay an A for his efforts in 2023. This is the first year that the PA has included head coaches in their franchise evaluations. Feedback included 96% of the players feel Sean McVay is efficient with their time. And players feel that McVay is willing to listen in the locker room, eighth overall. McVay's grade was one of the few bright spots for the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams placed 20th overall. The Rams ranked in the bottom of the 10 teams in the league, seven of the last 11 in criteria, although they ranked in the top 10 in strength coaches and team travel. And according to the NFLPA website, the survey was administered on August 25th through November 16, 2023. A total of 1,706 players completed the survey. Answers were collected anonymously, and players evaluated the current workplace. McVeigh was graded as the fourth best among coaches. He and other coaches received an A. The coaches are receiving an A, Sean McDermott, Zach Taylor, Mike McCarthy, Nick Sirianni, Mike Tomlin, Kyle Shanahan, Pete Carroll, and Mike McDaniel. The coaches giving an A- minus are Andy Reid, Kevin O'Connell, and Dan Campbell. So McDaniel getting an A+. Plus, the facilities and the franchise getting an A++ because they're number one. The Tua contract will get done. You've got three minds in the front office that are badasses, and all three should be G their own GMs, okay? The cap is not the problem that you think. You have every ingredient to be successful next year. It's really all up to Mike McDaniel to put this thing together. Because he's the one that kind of is helping and hurting. Because he's got a lot of growing up to do. Okay? A lot of growing up to do. And I hope he does it because I'm a fan and I want him to succeed. I'm tired of watching 
coaches fail here and I'm tired of watching coaches get fired and changing. And I, and I'm not saying that I'm a fan of his because I don't want him to change just for the sake of the sake of not changing. No, 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 no. I truly believe Mike McDaniel has more potential to be a good head coach than anybody we've had here since, since Don Shula. I truly believe that, but he has to get to that area where he's really understanding everything that he has to do. And maybe he has to bring more people in like a game strategist, like Sean McVay is doing. That would be good. Maybe he is bringing one in and we, he, he hasn't told us who knows. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's a possibility. You never know. But I like all of this. And I get it. It doesn't sell to be positive, dude. And I am not the guy that is, you know, Mr. Homer all the time. If you've been watching me for 10, 20, 30 years, listening to me, whatever it is, obviously you haven't been watching for 10 years, only three max. Coming up four now, right? Um, but whatever. If you've been following, you know that I – I hammered the Dolphins constantly. I really feel the right football people are in place. Just got to figure it out now. Just got to figure it out. And I want to keep reminding you that all the ingredients are there to succeed. All of them. Okay? It's just negativity sells. You know what I mean? But I don't do it just to be negative. I'm going to be negative about something when it deserves to be negative. I don't need to create it to create clicks. I don't, I don't do that kind of shit. It doesn't matter to me. I don't need it. You know? Uh, let's see. Alf is in the house. The real challenge will be the O-line. Tua needs his left guard, center, right guard sorted out. Greer has a ton of work to do there. Yeah. And I think he'll do it. I think he'll do it. And I think they understand that. So they, they get that. Especially McDaniel. They get that. I think, those, I think that's the area they'll attack first, Alf is that offensive line. I uh, I kind of uh, truly believe that they'll they'll be able to get it done. Uh, let's see. Specifically, Goldilocks Herbert got his extension without doing crap, uh, as most of the time he chokes, and the haters don't want Tua to get one, and he's done much more than Herbert, the choker. And he beats Herbert, by the way. He's 2-1 and one against Herbert. Big O, did you drop any acid at that U2 experience? No, man. No, sir. No acid. No alcohol. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't smoke anymore. I'm tired of awaking on the floor. No, 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 please. It only makes me sneeze. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, we believe it when we see it. No more excuses. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Mr. Francis. The name is Francis. If any of yous call me psycho, I'll kill you. Uh, Big O, my organization conducts these new 360 reviews top to bottom, and it definitely makes me for better business culture. The Heat will score high also. All right. All right. McDaniels needs to vape on the sidelines for good. He sh actually should really vape. Uh, Ocala Joe, good afternoon, Big O and wife, and I are headed to Sin City, Vegas for some fun. If you give me a favorite number, 
I'll put it on red or black for you and split the winnings. My favorite number is cuatro. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Okay? So there you go. All kinds of musical references throughout the show, right? There And a Stripes reference. Stripes reference, a $6 million the man reference, some musical references. It's kind of, you know, these are things you have to pick up on on the show. I want to see throwbacks at the Super Bowl podium. Yeah, you won't see that, that's for sure. The, the old man won't allow that. Uh, big O, R.I.P. ex-stealer Andy Russell. Okay. R.I.P. Andy Russell. I did not know that. That sucks. Caitlin Clark's going to enter the WNBA draft. She's going to forego that fifth season, you know, because the pandemic stuff, they gave uh, everybody an extra. You, you think she's ready for the WNBA? <laughs> oh, God. That's going to be fun watching her, man. She can, man, she can shoot, dude. She can shoot from anywhere, man. Uh, when I saw the Ines Anesco, whatever, right? Uh, I forgot how it's pronounced uh, against Steph Curry in the three-point contest. I'm like, yeah, she's awesome, but I'd rather see Caitlin Clark. I think she's better. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. What else do we have going on? Any breaking news going on outside of it? Uh, let me see. Let me see what we got. Where Where is Bitcoin at right now? Oh, about to hit 62,000. 61,915. So it was hanging around 61,239 at 11 a.m. And in the last 90 minutes, it went up to 61,915. So it's looking to make a move. Yeah, I know we're going to make a push for 65, 67 very soon. Got to make a move and make it soon. That's what that's what you got to do. At least that's what DMX said. Let's see. <laughs> Some of you guys are trip. Uh, oh, would a tool residency be at the Sphere? Why not? They have a great fan base that is super dedicated. I could see them doing one. You know, that would be pretty cool to see Tool there. Tool in that environment would be really, really cool. Fish is going to be uh, like, I'm not this big fish fan, but fish in that environment with their fan base, that's going to rock out too. You know, I mean, the big acts are going to go there. Can you imagine if Swift or Beyonce go there? Holy shit. They'll be able to schedule so many shows. It'll be ridiculous. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I'm glad I got to see you two there. I, I, I hope I get to see another one of the bands that I really, really love. I'd love to see Metallica at the Sphere. I think Metallica at the Sphere would be wicked. <laughs> you know? It would be freaking awesome to see Metallica at the Sphere. Their music with that sound system, 
oh my god that would be fantastic you know it's got to be somebody that still sounds good too at the same time so yeah yeah fish will be a fun time bro roll a fatty and enjoy yourselves uh big o music trivia elton john once auditioned as a singer for of the band king crimson but lost out to greg lake okay that's pretty cool nothing wrong with greg lake okay uh bitcoin will run until mid-april having is a cycle pumping right on schedule i'm not a financial advisor fins up uh bitcoin's going to be pumping into next year my brother okay uh, it'll be pumping into next year uh as i told everybody your your um your exit strategy should be somewhere in the first quarter for me not a financial advisor first quarter of 2025 I see the Black Moods put out some uh, tour dates, but none here in South, not here in Florida. That sucks. I like the Black Moods. They're a good band. A little under-the-radar band that most people don't know about. Angus Young and the Boys. Yeah, I, I could, yeah. Um, Brian Johnson in that building. That, that could be a fun one. That could be a fun one. Yeah. The pumps that, that are coming from Bitcoin are going to be absolutely ridiculous. By the way, later on, probably early evening, uh, you'll be able to catch. You can catch it later, by the way, at any time. But it'll be on Twitter, on Twitch, or our Facebook page, Orlando Alzigari Facebook page. Uh, that's where the new Crypto Bro Show will be. Okay? And so I will record that later on this afternoon or early evening. Uh, we'll go live at one point or another. So make sure you hit the notification bell. And that way you know when we're going to be on. And follow me on Twitter at Big O Show or on Twitch. And then on Twitch, it's Big O Radio Show. And uh, and then on, on Facebook, it's the Orlando Alzigari page. Okay. Alf says, I paid ridiculous prices to see Metallica at Hard Rock Stadium in 17. And it was worth every penny. The they play the sphere. I get on a plane. Yeah, of course. I mean, in that place. And Alf, when you go to the sphere, just be prepared for this. Just uh, as anybody that, whenever you go to the sphere, be prepared for this. Okay, be prepared to be spoiled on the sound of a concert because you will never, ever hear that sound in any other building anywhere in the world i'll go out on a limb that no other building in the world sounds like that not even close it will spoil you you're like wow i mean it is so crisp and clean there is nothing zero feedback zero static zero i mean clean that's the part that Alf will blow you away. So whoever you love to watch, we're all different, okay? Whoever your favorite band is, if they happen to go to the sphere and you are blessed to be able to fly out to go buy a pair of tickets and go enjoy it, I encourage, I implore you to go. There's no experience like the sphere. None. Does not exist. And take, uh, brother, I've been to 
well over 11, 1200 concerts easily in my lifetime. I've never been to a place like that. So that's what I would tell you off that that's not only do you obviously love Metallica, but to watch them in that building, it'll be the greatest Metallica show you'll ever see because the sound will be so crisp and so clean, bro. Really is. And then you throw in the effects and that whole screen. It's crazy, dude. Oh, who would you want to see in their prime? Hendrix, Beatles, Pink Floyd, Zeppelin, ACDC, Van Halen. I already saw Van Halen in their prime. I saw ACDC. Well, is Brian Johnson in their prime in black, Back in Black or For Those About to Rock? That's prime ACDC, right? Flick of the Switch is prime ACDC with Brian Johnson. Or are you talking Angus Young? See, Angus Young is my favorite one of the two, but the more successful ACDC was the Brian Johnson one. So I saw ACDC in their prime. I saw Van Halen in their prime. I saw Pink Floyd uh, back in the early 80s. Um, so it would be down to Hendrix, Beatles, or Zeppelin. That's freaking impossible, dude. Because Hendrix is, you know, for me, the GOAT. Um, Jesus Christ. Wow. I probably have to lean to Led Zeppelin. Because I'm going to get the vocalist. I am going to get the second best guitarist out of the three because Hendrix is number one. I'm going to get the best drummer out of the group. Uh, I'm going to get the best bassist out of the group. So I'm going to be treated to better musicians overall in Led Zeppelin than I am in Pink Floyd and Hendrix. Hendrix had a good band, an underrated band, actually. But Led Zeppelin, you know, you could, like, argue that every one of their people belong. I mean, Freddie's Freddie, right? But you're going to put Plant, like, right behind him in that group. You know what I mean? Freddie's, like, all alone. I don't, you know, some people try to make an argument. It's silly to even argue about Freddie. It really, it's the silliest argument in the world. Nobody will ever touch Freddie Mercury. Okay? At least, at least so far in my lifetime, nobody comes close to, Eddie, to, to, to him at all. Nobody. Okay? Plants in that next group. You know what I'm saying? John Paul Jones is right up there with everybody else. Bottom is with everybody else. Jimmy Page is with everybody else. Because you could say Hendrix is the better guitarist, and you could say Alex Van, I mean, Eddie Van Halen is the better guitarist. But then you also have to talk about the musician, the writing of the music, and, you know, <laughs> Jimmy Page cannot be argued with. The, the music he wrote is just amazing, just like Eddie, just like Hendrix, you know? So it's like one of those. So I'm going to go Zeppelin because overall, I think I'm getting the best band out of it. Okay? So, I mean, it's hard, man. Hard for me to go at this, but... Yeah, I'll have to lean Zeppelin, bro. It kills me not to go see Hendrix. Annihilates me to not see Hendrix. 
because I freaking love Jimi Hendrix. I have, he is, he is the artist that I have the most admiration for in the history of music because he was so ahead of everybody else. Like he was, when we talk about a visionary, he wasn't just maybe the greatest guitarist of all time. His vision on how to play the guitar was so ahead of everybody else. That's why I think, you know, Jimmy is just, wow. He's just at another level. You know what I'm saying? I never argue with anybody that wants to tell me Eddie, because I love Eddie Van Halen to death. So if you want to say Eddie's the best, I, I have no problem with that. You know, there's it's a subjective type of thing, the way we look at it, you know, because Eddie also added his own flavor that he brought to 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 playing guitar. Also, he influenced a shitload of people also. Uh, let's see. I'm late, but I'm here spending my 45th birthday birthday listening to my favorite sports financial guy. Thank you, my brother. Happy birthday, Joseph. Happy 45, my man. Good for you. Big O, you said the Chiefs graded high for strength and conditioning. No, no, I I think they graded shitty on everything, by the way. Uh, Miami graded number one on everything, bro. But again, listen to what I talked about two days ago. It's all there. Big O, out here at the Gulf of Mexico, still smash that like button. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, Captain Saki. Joseph, I like Aerosmith. There you go. I've seen Aerosmith several times. Uh, Steven Tyler had to take a break because his voice was uh, shot. Big O, on this day in 94, Nirvana played their final ever. Yeah, I, I talked about that. I talked about that. Uh, too bad Plant turned out to be such a gonad. He, I know he's such an idiot nowadays. What a jag off he is nowadays. Better than Red Rocks? Yes. Yes. It's different. It's different. I'm talking about the perfection of sound literally you, you I, i've never seen it. i've never heard this i've never witnessed it i mean red rocks is red rocks uh, is awesome but it's still an open uh, open air venue so this is so controlled acoustically it is so perfect i'm telling you you, you got to go witness it yourself go to red rocks if you want if you've never been there and, and go to the sphere and then tell me, just tell me any of you that go to the sphere, then come back and tell me what, what you experienced. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I, I did it three times and I've been to a shitload of concerts and I've been to red rocks a couple of times, been to red rocks three times. Uh, Oh, what's the greatest guitar solo played in rock music? Well, no, that, that'll, that probably has to go with the eruption, right? You know, we got to go over to eruption. That's probably the most famous guitar solo song that people love and they identify right away. Um, D Wolverines. Thank you for the love in the super chat. Very nice of you. Big O, if you have a thousand to 2000, how would you split it upwards? Bitcoining purchases, which ones would you recommend to put in since Bitcoin is so expensive? 40% Bitcoin, 30% Ethereum, 10%. Let me, let me see what I would put it in right now. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you 
what's going to make you money and what's going to be a little bit more steady, not a financial advisor by any stretch, but here's what I'm going to guess. Uh, I'm going to, um, let's see, chain link, 10% on chain link. Give me 10% on Polygon. Ooh, let me see right now. Let me see where it's at. Let me refresh here. Because there was a nice buy here. It's gone up a little bit. Okay, Neutron's still pretty good at 151. Not at its lower lows that we had before. But I believe Neutron's going to be a monster. So 10% on Neutron. That's what I would do. 40, 30, 10, 10, and 10. Every time you have the pie. I'm not stopping in Bitcoin. I'm not stopping buying Bitcoin. So when it hits 120,000, how did it look when you bet it, when you put it in at 60? When it hits 200,000, how did it look when you put it in at 60? When it hits, ha when it hits half a million, how's it going to look when you put it in at 60? Remember one thing. Altcoins will pump and pump good, and you'll make good money on some of them. There's no doubt about it. You'll make more money than you would on Bitcoin on some of them and Ethereum. I get it. But then there will be a crash, and they'll come back down. Bitcoin will perpetually go up. Okay? The crash that we saw before the 16th, those days are done. Institutional money's in. These people don't sell. Retail is the one that sells. You and me, hardworking stiffs that need to get rid of the money because we made it and we are in bills and all that. Let's go. Let's pay some bills. You know, that's us. The people that are coming in now are rich people, are people with money. They're not selling. They don't sell their Amazon stock and they don't sell their NVIDIA and they're not selling their Microsoft and they're not selling Tesla. And no, 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 no. They add on dips. So that's what's going on. So I would recommend always gra grab the pie, 40% Bitcoin, 30% Ethereum, 10, 10, and 10. And then those 10, 10, and 10 rotate it. The next three, like the, this time you had a pie of $100 or $500 or $1,000 or $2,000. Then the next time you have another pie, 40 Bitcoin, 30% Ethereum, and then I'm going to put 10% in ADA. 10% in Cosmos, 10% in VeChain. And then the next time around, 40 in Bitcoin, 30% in Ethereum. And then I'll put 10% in Gala, 10% in Immutable X, 10% in Solana. You know? Stuff like that. 10% into Ando. 10% into, um, let's see, let me give you a couple of other ones that I would put 10% in. You could put 10% into Jasmine. It still hasn't reached its peak or anything like that. I love Star Atlas. Again, not a financial advisor. 10% in that. Um, Let's see.
10% into Tectum. I gave it to you guys at 20. It's at $34 right now. Uh, 10% into uh, Alephium, A-L-E-P-H-I-U-M. I think it's A-L-E-P, if I'm correct. I gave you guys Alephium at $1.08, and Alephium's at $3.38. 10% in Hive Mapper. I think the acronym is HONEY. Uh, we gave you uh, HONEY on January 2nd at 14 cents. It's at 18 cents. And this thing is going to explode in my eyes. I'm not a financial advisor, but I think Hive Mapper and Alphium, Alf, Alphium uh, is one that you already are making, you know, you've three times, you've, you've two X'd your money already if you took my advice on January 2nd. Uh, Axelar, I gave it to you guys at like 99 cents or a dollar. It's $2 right now. Uh, what can I tell you, man? You know? Where's Ondo at? I, I, I gave you guys Ondo at 24 cents. It's at 51. I'm not a financial advisor by any stretch. I gave you Ondo at 24 cents. There was a dip at 22. I bought the dip at 22. It's up to 51 cents right now. It's up 28.3%. I've been telling you about Ondo for a while now. I told you Ando's going to be a monster. The, the people behind it, you know. So that's what I would do. Rotate the 10s, but keep the 40 and the 30. Keep it with Bitcoin. Keep it with Ethereum. I think Ethereum's going to go to seven to 10,000 in this run. Uh, I think Bitcoin is going to run. I, I know for sure it'll be over 100,000 by the end of the year. I think it might be even approaching maybe 200,000. So, you know, um, again, I'm not a financial advisor. I'll just keep repeating that over and over again. You do your own homework. But this is how I would do it for all of you out there because you don't really study hard of this. So make it a little easier for you and a little safer because you can't lose with Bitcoin and Ethereum. Okay? You just can't. It's impossible, I think. That's the kind of the way I look at it. Uh, let's see. Sealer has not been the better player. Come on, man. Wilkins and Sealer. Um, I, not throughout last year. Sealer was the better player. Krillian. Go look at the stats. You'll see it. Uh, Alf says Clark Hunt promised the players he would upgrade the practice facility. And a year later, he did indeed spend over a hundred million on new six bedroom, three story home in Arrowhead for himself. Yeah. <laughs> Get the players and win, bro. Like I said, Alf. You want to be in the Orange Bowl watching the Hurricanes and the Dolphins play with urine falling on you from the second floor? Or would you rather be at Hard Rock Stadium, Pro, Pro Player Stadium, Landshark, watching the shitty Dolphins and the shitty Hurricanes? You see what I'm saying? The, fa the facility stuff, I talked about it yesterday. It's so overrated. Because even as a fan, you're like, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't mind the Orange Bowl. I know it was shitty. I know I may get blocked. But they were badass teams over there. So I, I, I'll go look at Marino sling the ball around and Bob Greasy and, you know, win a lot. And I'll go watch the Hurricanes kick some people's asses. And whatever happens at the Orange Bowl, I'll live with it, bro. I'll live with it. If I got to wait a half hour to go to the bathroom, so be it. See what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's, so, it's so funny, that facility stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Ocala Joe says, shit, my bad. My bad luck. I'm going to the Sphere, and they don't have any concerts on the schedule. Wow. You know, you should take the tour. 
just for the hell of it. Current recommended exposure, 5% of your portfolio, big boys, which is a lot of money. Same percentage central banks will be holding in the future. Yeah, and those central banks, huh, Lofi? They're really smart, aren't they? Huh? Yeah, let's listen to central banks. They really know how to manage our money. Or do they know how to steal our money? So we're going to keep listening to thieves? Next thing you'll tell me is I got to listen to Elizabeth Warren. That clueless bitch. Oh, let's see. Uh, you're a financial advisor, LOL. A good one, actually, with a great track record. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Oh, who should we get in the first round at 21? Michael, do you listen to the show? Do you listen to the show? That's not talked about until free agency is done, my brother. Okay? We do things. We, we don't play hypothetical games here. So let's get through free agency first. Let's find out who's released, who's available, and all that. Let's talk about free agency first. And then when we fill needs with free agency and we talk about the free agents available, you know, what's really happening, then we can turn the page, as Bob Seeger would say. And then say, now we can focus on the draft because we filled this spot, that spot, that spot. So now maybe they might go for this spot, that spot, or that spot in the draft. So let's do things in an organizational way. Let's do things with logic instead of silly fanaticism, silly media sensationalism. You know what I mean? Let's avoid all that garbage. Okay? That's kind of what we do on this show. We avoid the garbage. I got a lot of other things to talk about than waste my time on stuff that never really is going to happen. You know, because plenty wrote articles and talked about Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook in their, in their, in their shows. And they spent hours talking about them. How'd that work out for them? You know what I'm saying? So let's, let's talk about things in order and let's talk about them with logic. Let's not talk about Jalen Waddle getting traded. That's for stupid people and lazy media. Okay? All right? Lazy media that doesn't have enough creativity, so they need to use that as a crutch. Fill space. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Steve Perry's right up there also with Freddie Mercury. No, no, no. No, 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 and no. No, not even close. Not even close. Steve Perry's a great voice. Don't get me wrong. I think you don't realize the the versatility of Freddie's voice that really Steve Perry didn't have. Steve Perry has a great voice, but it's the same voice all the time. I think you need to listen to Freddie. You know, Freddie sang, sung opera. He, he's standing next to Pavarotti. No, 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 please. Let's, I love Steve Perry to death, my brother. Okay. There's a lot of singers that I love to death. I love Rob Halford to death. I think Rob Halford has one of the greatest voices I have ever heard in my life. 
And by the way, he also sung a little opera too. Okay. There is a lot of great voices. Freddie's like a whole different level than everyone else. I, I don't think you really have paid attention to the voices and the inflections and the difference and how Freddie can run the gamut a lot more than, than Steve Perry. So no, no, no. Put it this way. When they needed a different voice in Journey, they would use the drummer. Okay? You understand? When you have Freddie, it's over. What, what do you want? Popish? You want rockish? You want countryish? You want, you know, folky? What, what, what do you want? You want opera? I can do it all. Whatever you want. No, 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 no. No, 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 dude. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's humorous. Thank you. But no, no, no. Not even close. Not even close. Okay? Not even close. I'm trying to think of, like, I'm trying to think of somebody that maybe not even in rock that I could, like, say, like, I'd rather put him over Steve Perry and closer to Freddie because he has more range in his voice. I'm trying to think of that person. You know, um, there's a little bit of, of me that wants to say Tom Jones because he was so freakish. Um, trying to think of somebody maybe in the pop world or something that had a voice that had range like Freddie. It's, it's just there's nobody like that guy. I'm trying to really think of it. Prince, pretty good. Still not Freddie, because there's a lot of falsetto, mostly in Prince. And then he has that other deep voice that he kind of sings with. But he, he no, no, he doesn't have the range of Freddie. It's a good one, but it's still, he's competing with Steve. He's not competing with Freddie. Um, man, it's hard. It, it really is. Michael also did not have the same range as Freddie. Michael kind of had the same style, that high-pitched voice, but he kind of sung in that high-pitched voice most of the time. You know what I mean? Um, no, no, no. It, it's Dennis DeYoung. Dennis DeYoung is one of those guys that had some incredible range. There's one, again, not Freddie, but that's one that I could say with Steve Perry because there was range there, high and low range that was deep, you know? Uh, what? I, in fact, I think he's one of those singers that people don't even talk enough about, Dennis DeYoung, on how good that guy was. I saw him once hold a note from one end of the Hollywood Sportatorium stage to the other, just slowly, just slow walking it. Just hold a note, walking all the way across. I'm like, mother effer. Wow. Like, it was just sick. So I would say Dennis DeYoung is, is one of those guys that, you know, now that I, I think about it, Dolores O'Riordan was great. I love her. Whitney. See, but that's now you're going to female. Then we when we start with Whitney, we start going Whitney and Barbara Streisand, and you know that's a whole other conversation. I'm talking about male. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, on female side, you're, you know, Whitney and, and Barbara and those kind of people and Wilson, uh, the, these kind of people are freaks. You know what I'm saying? Women, I can actually think of a few of them that are amazing, you know, but on the male side, oh my God, to compare to Freddie, my Mariah used to have good range. It's a very good call, Troy. She obviously she's older now. She lost some juice. You know what I mean? She's not the same, but my God, Mariah was a monster. Great call by you, Troy. You know, Graham Nash. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't put him at that level, but yeah. Lou Graham, distinctive, a different kind of voice. One of the greatest voices I've ever heard in my life. Not Freddie again, but my God, what a great voice because nobody had that voice. Nobody will ever have that voice. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of Lou Graham. That voice is so distinctive. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Celine Dion. Yeah, she's Celine Dion is with Barbara, with Whitney, with uh, uh, Ann Wilson, with those kind of ladies that are just, uh, oh, Linda Ronstadt. Linda freaking Ronstadt, bro. Linda Ronstadt is as good as it comes. She's right there with Whitney, right there with Barbara Streisand. That, that is English, Spanish, opera. Oh, my God, Linda Ronstadt had range. Jesus Christ, she had range. Uh, I, I, Maybe I don't put her at that level. I don't know. She's probably a better songwriter than all of them. But I freaking love Carole King. I am, a, I am in love with Carole King's voice. You know, I think she is a goddess. Now, now songwriters, she kicks most of the asses of the people we talk to. Whitney Houston can't write songs like Carole King and, you know, and stuff like that. I don't even know if Barbara writes songs like her. I think that most of these people, most of them, uh, Mariah Carey or whatever, they have people write songs for them and the music and all that. It's just a different ballgame when we talk about Carole King. Carol King's writing the music and the lyrics and singing. And, uh, you know, Carol King is a goddess of goddesses. You know what I'm saying? Again, you got to be a little older to probably appreciate her. Younger people have no idea who the f she is. You know what I'm saying? So you got to, you know. So Gary Sharon, look at you. Biz Marquis. <laughs> Meatloaf. Meatloaf had a great voice, by the way. I love Meatloaf's voice. Now, I'm not going to put him anywhere near Freddie's category, okay? But I do love... And Axl Rose. I love Axl Rose's voice. I'm not putting him in the Freddie category. Not even close. John Anderson, I love, but it's all falsetto. He only has one voice. One style. That's all, that's all he sings. That's the beauty of Freddie. The range he had, like Linda Ronstadt. It's, you know, I got to give, when, when I hear that, it's different. It's different. When your voice can go all over. And by the way, Elvis did have a great voice. No, there's no laughing there. Elvis did have a great voice. Again, not putting him in the Freddie category, but I love Elvis's voice. James Taylor too, but I'm, again, nowhere in the Freddie category. I love Don Henley, not putting him in the Freddie category. Great singers. Good choice on Ronstadt. Great a belting voice for Spanish albums. No, uh, dude, Linda Ronstadt is, she's one of the greatest singers of all time, period. End of story. And if you don't agree, you don't know music, period. You don't know talent. That's all. We're splitting hairs when you say Linda Ronstadt and Whitney or Barbara Streisand and Whitney or 
Whitney or Barbara or, you know, you're, you're just you're just splitting hairs. Seriously, it's just ridiculous. It's like an argument that you really won't win because it's really mostly subjective because all those ladies are the top of the echelon, you know? Like, you got to have balls to sing a Whitney Houston song. Like, you you got to be... Lady, you 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 gotta you you gotta be good because you're you're about to insult one of the greatest singers of all time. You know, and there's certain women like that that if you try to do a Barbara Streisand song, brother, you better bring it. You better have the voice, or you're gonna sound really, really bad. You know, you, you cannot do Whitney if you can't be elite, you know, you, and that's kind of the, the game. For females, Amy Lee, Evan, Evanescence. Yes, yes, she is phenomenal. Love Evanescence. Big O, hear me out. Bad Bunny. Stevie Wonder's got a magical voice, dude. Again, no one is Freddy, but Stevie Wonder's a god, bro. Yeah, my god, yes, yes. Stevie's in that... Is that Freddie's all by himself, and then there's that next level, and Stevie's in that next level with Steve Perry and all those other guys that you've talked. I don't put anybody at Freddie's level. I don't put anyone at Freddie's level. Cannot do it. The, the ladies, we can argue. I We can have a discussion. I can't have a discussion with anybody about Freddie Mercury. I can't. I, I just have never seen it in my lifetime. Any rock singer that's better than that guy. Never seen it in my life. I don't even know. I don't, I don't think there's a pop singer that's better than him. Ever. On the male side. Just don't, I don't agree there's anybody ever that's, that can top Freddie Mercury. It just does not exist. Ladies, we can have some fun there. Adam Lambert. Love Adam Lambert. But again, the range is not the same. It's mostly high pitch stuff. He cannot actually sing other things. Adam also, Adam's got a great voice in his voice. It doesn't necessarily have a ton of range. It's kind of high in that, in that it stays in that one, in that area pretty much all the time, you know? So I love him. I, he's, and by the way, if you watch this queen with him performing, fantastic. He's a terrific front man. He, if you needed somebody to at least try to fill those shoes, which he'll tell you, nobody can fill his shoes. He'll tell you right away. In every concert I've been to with Adam Lambert and Queen, he will remind everybody because, of course, it's he knows he's walking on hollow ground. So I love that about Adam, actually, that he'll come out and he'll remind everybody, hey, I know I'm no Freddie, okay? And he knows it, you know. Come on, bro. Let's go. There's only one. There will only be one. Marvin Gaye, great voice. Not Freddie. Not Freddie. Yeah, well, I already talked about Ann Wilson. I mentioned her several times. Luther Vandross, yes. Very good. Very good. Oh, imagine this lineup. Freddie, Hendrix, Moon, and Claypool. Wow. That would be phenomenal. I would pay anything, any price. To see that one. Okay. I'd mortgage my house to see that. Lionel Richie doesn't even sing anymore when you go to his concerts. He wants you to sing his songs. The the best, the best, the best sign when a singer no longer has 
confidence in their voices when they're singing. And then they throw it out there. Hey, sing the chorus for me. Hey, sing this. Because they know they can't carry it. And that's uh, Lionel's done the talking now. Great voice back in the day. Oh, my God. Great voice. No doubt. Again, not even close to Freddie, but great voice. Luther Vandross is awesome. David Bowie's backup singer. He was, by the way. If, uh, what is it, American, uh, Young American. Young Americans, that song, Young Americans, you know who's one of the guys singing in the background? Luther Vandross. A young Luther Vandross was the backup singer for David Bowie's band back in the day. How do you like them apples? Uh, let's see. Bob Seger. Love Bob. Bob Seger is an American treasure. I love him. Great voice. Distinctive. But again, not at that level. And I love Sammy Hager also. Good. Terrific voice overall. Again, that's like a third level. You know, there's Freddie. And then you started talking about Steve Perry and all those other. Uh, Sammy's the next level. Great voice, but the next level. That's where I would put him. Arnell Pineda. Sings like Freddie or sings like Steve, sir? I think you got your bands and your singers wrong. And nobody sounds like Freddie. I agree. The AI created Freddie Mercury stuff is awesome as well. Him singing My Heart Will Go On. Oh, my God. Yeah. Daryl Hall, definitely. I'm with you there. Brad Del. Oh, Brad Delp from Boston. What a voice. Rest in peace. The poor man dealt with, um, with, um, a depression and uh, took his life unfortunately but the lord blessed him with a golden voice brad delp oh my god that was one of the great voices in rock and roll definitely signs of a decline musical artist is when they want you to participate in 85 percent of their songs yes it happens and that's what will happen with lionel richie just to warn you just in case if you think you're going to go see lionel richie and you're going to hear him and you're going to hear the sultry sounds of him and all that. You're not going to hear it anymore. He does not hold the notes anymore like he used to. I walked out on his last concert at the Hard Rock Live. I walked out. After like the fourth song, I looked at my wife. I go, let's get out of here. I can't listen to this. This is embarrassing. He was talking. He was late for 45 minutes. And then he was talking the songs and having people sing the choruses and stuff like that constantly. And I'm like, bro, this is what, karaoke? I didn't come here to be in a karaoke building. Fuck out of here. I'm gone. And I was outie. That's all I can tell you. Uh, we thank David Fronis. We thank Manny Navarro. We thank Sean Stanley, the man, the myth, the legend, that masters this entire platform every single day. We thank all of you, as always, those of you that sent in a super chat. Thank you. Uh, remember, you can always support our show day or night, anytime you're watching, listening at Cash App or Venmo. That's Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. Cash App or Venmo. You can also make a Bitcoin donation at Cash App or Venmo as Bitcoin, by the way, is approaching 62,000 again. It's at 61,984. So it is pumping right now. Let's see if it pumps up to 53, 54, because you know we're about to make a move for 60. That'll be probably by the by by sometime next week. 
uh, I mean, 70. We'll be, we'll be at 70 sometime next week. So it should be fun. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, we will have a Crypto Bro Show later on. So uh, follow us on Twitter at Big O Show or uh, Facebook page Orlando Alzigari or on Twitch, Big O Radio Show. Subscribe there. You will catch it or right here on, on, uh, on, on uh, what's it called? On uh, YouTube, make sure you hit the notification bell. Would it only hit? No, it only happened when it goes on YouTube, right? It won't happen for the others. Yeah, so follow us on Twitter. But if not, go back to those social media pages and you'll catch the Crypto Bro Show later on. So please support us. If uh, you give us lots and lots of views, we'll pass it over to the YouTube page. Okay? So it's uh, you guys are put to the test. If you want more crypto, then we'll give you a show. But uh, you got to respond. So that's what it's all about. We'll see you guys later on on the Crypto Bro Show. And if you're not tuning into the Crypto Bro Show, we'll see you Monday morning at 10. Have a blessed weekend. We'll see you same time, same place, same bat channel. Oh, here, here we go with a Jasmine hat.